Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Today for Song of the Soul, we're welcoming back Dean Stevens. He was here just a couple weeks ago sharing from his homemade recordings of holiday songs you won't hear at the mall. So there weren't his songs, but something very appropriate for mid-December in particular. You can hear that recording on the NordenSpiritRadio.org website, which will cue you into some of Dean's interests and stories. But we have him back today to share his personal song, Riches, as opposed to seasonal songs by others. I met Dean in the early 1990s, and a lot of years went by before our recent reconnection. I'm so glad to have his thoughtful, activist-oriented voice and material back to share with you. Dean Stevens joins us by phone from just outside of Boston, Massachusetts. Dean, it's wonderful to talk to you again today for Song of the Soul. Hi, Mark. Thanks, and it's great to be here with you. Happy New Year. Thank you so much. As you can tell, I have a cold. I understand that you're doing some construction related to your house, so maybe you're outside in the brutal winter as well? Actually, I'm in our rented house, which is not at our construction house. Our house got damaged pretty seriously about four months ago, and we're just starting the process of rebuilding it. And you're kicking in some of the work too, right? Well, I will be heavily involved in the work, as heavily as I can, that this is happening at our house, and I'll be there as much as I can. I got to know you in the early 90s as a musician. Have you had other employments along the way? Oh, yeah. I call myself jerk of all trades. <laughs> I work as a Spanish interpreter, mostly legal interpreter in courts of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I'm also a church administrator in charge of a lot of things at my church. And I also buy and sell coffee from El Salvador. I import a couple of tons of coffee every year and sell it at farmer's markets around Boston. And I host concerts both at my church, which is called Community Church of Boston in Copley Square, downtown Boston, as well as with a gang of folks in Watertown, Massachusetts, which are called the El Salvador Sister City Group, Watertown El Salvador Sister City Committee, and we host six concerts a year. So I've got my toes in too many things, but it's all good, and I'm, I'm a lucky guy. Let's talk a little bit about connection with Eau Claire, because that's where I live, and I've lived here since 1988, and you used to come by and perform here, and so in the early 90s, I got to know your music and bought your album. I've got it on LP in the other room, but there was a long period where I didn't hear much from you. Is that because you've been avoiding Eau Claire? The reason you didn't hear from me was that I picked up a family and a mortgage, and it meant that I was painting the town with a much thinner brush, and I haven't gotten out there. Actually, I've been Hayward a couple of times north of you, 
We did a couple of summer trips up around there. I have a good friend who used to live in Eau Claire and is around Hayward and, and St. Paul named Randy Sabine, violin player and wonderful sideman all around that I do stuff with every chance I get. Randy looms large on my new CD, which came out this past June. He came out and did a studio session on several of the songs. So because of your connection with Randy, or maybe connected with Randy Sabine because of touring around here, but Massachusetts to Eau Claire, Wisconsin is a long trek. So how did you end up being around here? Well, I had already known Randy for years before that. I met Randy in 1976. We were both working at a glass factory in California, I had just graduated from college, and he had, he was out there. His uncle was a foreman of the factory, and he was earning some money to be able to go to Berkeley College of Music. That's when we started playing a really long time ago. And then he went to live in Eau Claire, and that's when I sort of got some contacts there. I played at the university a number of times, connected with the Spanish department there. And at that time, they had a wonderful program with Central American students. I enjoyed being part of that and being with those students when I was there playing shows at the university and at other places in town. They used to do shows at the Unitarian Church, did shows at a cafe that whose name doesn't, I can't remember. The Breadline? The Breadline. Thank you. That's good. So, you know, I, I used to go, take two trips out to the Midwest every year, and that was a regular stop. Well, and you have other connections, I think, to Eau Claire as well, right? I mean, I seem to recall something about guitars. Well, yes. As a matter of fact, Gordy Bischoff is a wonderful luthier and friend, and he built me a guitar. I sing his praises in one of my songs. I got to know Gordy actually through his wife, Alice. I met Alice in 1986, a national Quaker gathering, folk dancing, which she was into. Of course, she's into music as well. And so I knew her from 86. And so when I ran into her here in Eau Claire several years later, it was just an extra cherry on top of the pudding or whatever it is for coming to Eau Claire. Well, please say hello to those two when you see them again. You bet I will. I need to get out there again sometime soon. Uh, now that I've got a boy who's 22 years old and doesn't require the same amount of attention, I'm chomping at the bit to do some traveling. I've got some great friends around Milwaukee, around Madison, and around Eau Claire. So it sounds like there's a road trip in your future. How about sharing some music with us today? Why don't we start with that song called Wooden Strings? that is a tribute to Luthiers, since we already mentioned it. And it's the first song on a record that I did exactly 10 years ago, 2009. The record is called At Last, and the song is called Wood and Strings. Go right into it. Wood and Strings by Dean Stevens. I am in love With the grain in the wood In the trees Rooted in the ground that got cut down some time ago So this guitar might sound I am amazed By the patient grace Of the cut, measure, grind, polish sand That has patiently undressed The wood's secret magic How the luthier's skillful hand I'm blown away by the alchemy 
of steel wrapped in bronze with wood cut from trees. They intertwine to find such mystery. Are they combined to bring a sound that rings around my mind and teaches me to reach deep into my soul? From wood and strings come sounds. They fly. Voices ring near and far. We can sing with the strength of strings on the guitar. With the strength of the strings on the guitar. The strings on the guitar. I've come to know. There's a fountain there that flows. It always flows, but I can't get used to the way that it leads me on and beckons to follow on down that balmy path. I never question, never ask. I'll go. I'll just go. I love to run my hands across your strings. I love to fly with each new set of wings that you will give me. I will be ready to go. I stand in wonderment. Oh, tell me why did I deserve a gift to lift me up so high, so high? From wood and strings come sounds. They fly. They are rooted in the ground. Voices ring near and far. We can sing with the strength of strings on the guitar. With the strength of the strings on the guitar. The strings on the guitar. Builders of fine instruments, you ply your trade, and no one but the players know your name. So I will praise you here. The hours you've slaved away, so I could get up here and play and try to find the words to say I am indebted to you. Thank you, George Loudon. Thank you, John Larivee. Gordy Bischoff, C. F. Martin, I am thanking you every day. Thank you, Rosewood. Thank you, Cedar, Mahogany, Ebony, Bronze, and Steel. Thank you, Trees. Oh, thank you, Metals. Thank you, Hands that made this real. Thank you, Hands that made. Real, and may I never take you for granted. May I your sweet mysteries know? May I see that the seeds are planted? May your seedlings forest grow? May your seedlings rain forest grow? From wood and strings come sounds. 
They fly, they are rooted in the ground Voices ring near and far We can sing with the strength of strings on the guitar With the strength of the strings on the guitar The strings on the guitar sweet homage to the luthiers, to the people behind the musicians on stage, including our very own local here in Eau Claire, Gordy Bischoff, and four other luthiers I think I heard in that song. So does that mean you have at least five guitars? Oh, you don't want to know, to know how many guitars I have. I've lately become pretty enchanted with really cheap guitars. <laughs> I buy used guitars for between 50 and 100 dollars and occasionally i find one that i really like and that matches well with my playing brands like alvarez or uh, yamaha and i accumulate them and some of them end up in el salvador i take them and, and donate them to different players i know in villages those have in my playing kind of trumped out the expensive ones that fancy luthier has built for me <laughs> Well, I understand. It does seem to me that your fingers pretty much dance on the strings. Was singing, songwriting your first avocation, or was dancing with your fingers on the guitar strings? I don't know which one came first. I just started playing, singing songs. You know, I just remember going home for the summer from a boarding school where I was with some records by the likes of James Taylor and Paul Simon and Peter, Paul and Mary and, and just getting down and spending the whole summer learning some chords and singing songs and playing the guitar to back up the songs. So that first song that we listened to was Wooden Strings. And it's from Dean Stevens' recording, At Last. I was curious about that name. I, I did notice that there was a gap of some 15 years or so between At Last and your previous recording. What happened in between those? That, I mean, was the name At Last because you'd been saving up for 15 years of musical release? Yes, that's right. It was the same as I referenced before, a family and a mortgage that uh, intervened. It's kind of a nice story that what made it possible for me to do that record. I was looking for a way to finish some recording that I'd done before my son was born and, and we moved to a new house and I needed a grant. And I came up with an idea, which was that I was going to write a proposal for a non-genius grant. <laughs> it would be for, for me, uh, a non-genius. I proposed that I wanted to finish this recording. I also wanted to do several things related to El Salvador, do some uh, oral histories of some of the people I met there about their war stories, as well as some more oral histories of some of the young people from these villages where I visit who had emigrated to the States and just wanted to sort of compile their stories about the trip and the struggles that they encountered through Guatemala and Mexico. So I, I sent this non-genius grant proposal out to several people, 
Among them, there's this minister that I worked with a lot on El Salvador projects who had been on these trips with me, and we set up a sister parish relationship with this minister's church in El Salvador. One of the people who came with her on the trips was this very unassuming, very kind of shy, kind of socially awkward guy that I liked, but they, you know, didn't think a thing of. And two trips he came with me, and come to find out that he was one of the founders of a company that's called Garmin that does all the GPS stuff, and very wealthy guy, one of four engineers that founded Garmin. He was the one where I hit pay dirt on the non-genius grant, and I got a sizable check from this man, and it enabled me to record that album. I'm eternally grateful to this man who has since passed away. His name was Paul Shoemaker. You said, Dean, that part of this non-genius grant you got was to capture some stories, write them down. What kind of stories are we talking about here? Well, there's a town called El Igueral where we spend the most time. We sort of make that our base camp, and we go from there to some other villages. And El Igueral was a place where in February 14th, 1981, there was an enormous massacre enormous government military operation that came around and drove everybody out that could get away and those that couldn't were killed. The stream ran blood red and those who could get away fled into the hills and a lot of the old folks and the, and the kids starved in the hills. It was a horrific time and a terrible stories that people have about 1981, it's the beginning of the terrible conflict that El Salvador lived through for 12 years, 79 to about 1991, and the, the, the consequences which are still very much alive in the reality of El Salvador. So those are the stories, you know, just individual people who I've talked to and interviewed, and, and also that's what this song that's called Stories is about. It's what happened to me upon hearing those stories. And it's kind of like an uh, important kind of transcendent spiritual experience that I went through, and uh, you know, I was never the same. I don't think you'll be the same either, listeners, after you hear Dean Stevens' song, Stories. I never watched as soldiers cut my family to the ground I never fled to hills, not looking back at my village burning down. I never heard the rat-tat bullets seek me from the sky. Never saw my children hungry and so weak they could not cry. But I met some people and they told me of these things, tales so dark to in the heart Tales to cry more than to sing And I can see their faces And I know their names And the day I heard their stories I knew I never would be the same I never slept in hunger on a bed of rain and stone I never felt the dark of dew that chilled me to the marrow bone 
I always thought that cold of night would melt with warmth of day. Never knew that memories might be wounds that never would go and distressing and also there's some edge of joy in it too song is called stories it's by dean stevens 
DeanStevens.com is his website. It's from his recording at last, and he's with us here today for Song of the Soul. And I have a cold, folks, but the show must go on. And so we do have the wonderful opportunity to continue visiting with Dean Stevens today. As I said, that's from your recording at last, which was released in 2008, 2009. It was part of the purpose of the grant that you got. I do note that the music does not sound lugubrious or downcast. There's more life in that music than the stories might lead one to think would be there. Could you talk about how it played out inside your soul? Well, I hope that what you mentioned about the joy in that song, although it's you know it's just a bleak, horrific tale, that in the end, the resiliency of the human soul and the, the fact that these people survived and that they're looking forward. And more than anything, I want to say that, you know, you hear people talk about El Salvador and you hear Donald Trump talk about El Salvador and he always says MS-15, you know, he just completely associates it with his asshole countries and violence and gangs. I say the word El Salvador and I think of really amazing stories of triumph over adversity and about really well-organized communities that come together to help each other advance and progress that are exemplary lessons for us to learn about organizing and activism. That's what I hope people get out of stories. Inspiration even out of the dark times. That's what I'm perceiving in the song. That's right. Well said. I want to remind folks you are listening to Song of the Soul, northernspiritradio.org is our website. On northernspiritradio.org, you'll find all of our guests of the last 14 and a half years. You'll find links to them. So there's a link there to deanstevens.com and, and to his Christmas holiday music that you won't hear at the mall that's, of course, on the site. All of these riches are there. So just come via NordenSpiritRadio.org and find the stations where we're broadcast. There's a place to post comments. Make our communication two-way by sharing your comments and ratings of these interviews, programs, these wonderful guests that we have here. And there's a donate button to help us fund this. We all need our non-genius grants to make the world continue. And we count on listeners, not on government or on corporations to fund us. Because it's so very important to have an alternative voice that is not controlled by either government or corporations. So much of the news and music that you could have access to is being washed out and limited by those sources. So support your local community radio station and the other alternative media that make possible the news and music that we otherwise will have no access to. Start by doing that, and then if you can donate on NordenSpiritRadio.org and help us out. But mainly right now, what I want to do is kind of speed things up a little bit, Dean, because I know there's more music we want to get in before the end of this 55 minutes. What's next for your Song of the Soul? Well, let's do Casa Abierta, which means open house. And I think of immigrants when I think of this song. I will translate the chorus for you. It says, open house, there's a plate for you at our table, the shade of a tree for your head. Our door is an open book to your life. Open house, love doesn't distinguish between color and creed. The earth wants us to love without distinction of flag or country. 
open house, Casa Abierta. And it's by? Salvador Cardenal of Blessed Memories from Nicaragua. Salvador was an important songwriter in the time of the 80s, the Nicaraguan Revolution, toured all over the world, also in the United States, and passed away maybe around 2009 or 10. Wonderful, prolific songwriter. Salvador Cardenal, he was part of a duo that he had with his sister, who's named Katia Cardenal, and their duo is called Guarda Barranco. Worth checking out their, their music. Beautiful Nicaraguan songwriting. Quiero estar bien con mis hermanos De norte a sur al fin del mundo Querer oír y dar mis manos Sudar jugando algo bien sano Todos aquí somos humanos ¿Qué más me da el color, la raza? Dentro tenemos sentimientos Que necesitan de sustento Si adentro hay buenos sentimientos No se pueden quedar Adentro, aquí está mi casa abierta. Hay un plato por ti en nuestra mesa, sombra de árbol para tu cabeza, libro abierto, tu vida, mi puerta. Casa abierta, la amistad no cuestiona tu credo. A la tierra le gusta que amemos Sin distingos de culto y bandera Casa abierta Casa abierta Casa abierta Quisiera darte buena suerte Y ser tu amigo hasta la muerte Que la distancia no me entuma Y la amistad no se consuma Todos aquí somos humanos ¿Qué más me da el color, la raza? Adentro hay buenos sentimientos que necesitan de sustento. Si adentro hay buenos sentimientos, no se pueden quedar adentro. Aquí está mi casa abierta. Hay un plato por ti en nuestra mesa, sombra de árbol para tu cabeza, libro abierto, tu vida, mi puerta. Casa abierta, la amistad no cuestiona tu credo, a la tierra le gusta que amemos, sin distingos de culto y bandera. Hay un plato por ti en nuestra mesa Casa abierta Sombra de árbol para tu cabeza Casa 
casa abierta La vista no cuestiona tu credo Casa abierta Y a la tierra le gusta que amemos Casa abierta Sin distingo de culto y bandera Casa abierta Aquí está mi casa abierta We have Dean Stevens here today for Song of the Soul. That was his rendition of a song, Casa Abierta, by Salvador Cardinal. And uh, my Spanish accent isn't anywhere near what Dean Stevens has. Of course, he has the extra attribute of having grown up in Costa Rica and been a lifelong Spanish speaker, I guess, and makes it a lot easier to do that. What a joyful song. And that's on Arise which is the recording that you just released this year. So your experience clearly is different from Donald Trump's experience of Central America. He doesn't know about the open house, the Casa Abierta. The things that he said about people coming across our southern border are so insulting and so distant from the truth. What are you hearing from people down in El Salvador or the other countries that you're traveling in down there? What are you hearing about the United States from their side? Well, there's a very strong reaction to this administration's racism, anti-Latin America and anti-people of, of color that you hear people comment about. The place where there's probably the most response is around families I know who have family in the U.S. All these villages have lost a lot of young people who come to the U.S. and there's plenty of work for them. They come here and they lay low, keep a low profile, and hope to survive and do well and send money back to their family. The concern on the part of their family members in El Salvador is that they're in more danger now of their work life and their family life here being interrupted by a deportation or some kind of arbitrary grabbing of a lot of people that happens when you have these apartment house raids of a lot of people. This has happened, by the way, to people that I know. And these are people who worked a decade, 15 years at the same job and who have had children and raised children here. And they're, in many ways, to my way of thinking, better Americans than you and I are just because they work so hard. And they're the ideal of the immigrant. And they're kids born here and kids going to school. And, and unfortunately, they don't have a path to have their residency situation stabilized at this point. And, you know, you keep hoping and praying that that will change someday. Yeah. It's self-defeating on our part because, as you say, many of them, I'm sure, are the best citizens that we could have if they were allowed to be citizens. Hardworking, industrious. I actually think it's a little bit contradictory. The Republicans have frequently been opposed to any path to citizenship. Many of them, politically, are relatively conservative and so they might actually be support for the Republican side of the aisle if they were not being systematically discriminated against. It's just sad to watch. Yeah. Well, let's go on to some more music right away. Uh, we've got a few more to get in, I hope. What will we share next, Dean? Let's go to Old Man in His Garden. Do you identify with this song? Is this you? Are you the old man? Yeah, I have over the years become the old man. 
when I wrote it, it was about some old men across the street from us. We were on a street that was all triple-deckers, and it was all Italian families, three generations of families, one, one on each floor, and the oldest ones were on the first floor for obvious mobility reasons, but because it was the closest place to the garden, and they would spend March to November out there tending to their garden. I watched them, and I wrote the song, those men all passed on before we moved away from that place, and the song became about my dad, who passed on in, uh, what was it, like 2011. And then it became about me, Old Man in His Garden. I'm an avid gardener every chance I get. Let's experience some beauty in connection with the land and being present by the song Old Man in His Garden, shared today by Dean Stevens. Spring again Saw the old man in his garden Inched his rocky way down dark brown roads Though the years and stiff joints have made it hard for him Still he's out on the first warm day just ready to go Every year I've seen him out on that first warm day and is ready to go He's ready to dig, he's ready to seed, he's ready to water and ready to weed. You prune and clip and spade, he moves so slow, it'll take him all day and the next one too. Whatever gets done, we'll have to do, might be just one and it might be two rows that he gets done today. Gotta take them as they come your way, take them one by one too. End of each day, he sits out on his front step, leans on his wooden cane in the last rays of sunset. And as the colors darken on a brand new garden, getting smaller every year, I will stand amazed at a man's last days as the twilight draws near. He must be thinking rain, must be hoping sun, must be dreaming greener gardens. Is this his last one? can see him growing slower, but ah, the grace of a garden grower. When I am old, may I stand out in a garden, may I gaze on the my hand when I grow tired and slow may I rest assured that the fruit of this work is the bounty of this land may I leave it a better place may I give it more than I take may I go And I'll be thinking rain, I'll be hoping sun, I'll be dreaming greener gardens when it's my last one. You can see we're growing slower, but ah, the grace of a garden grower, ah, the grace of a garden
don't know how he does it, but somehow Dean Stevens finds time for the garden in spite of the myriad other tasks that are part of his very busy and traveling and focused in many directions life. Old Man in His Garden is both neighbors, family, and now Dean. By the way, on your website, again, folks, deanstevens.com, it's been a long time since it's been updated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but on the website, it says that you're the president of the board of the Community Church of Boston. Are you still president? You said you've got duties with the church. I'm not president anymore because I'm now employed by the church. I'm called the interim administrator. We're trying to figure out if we're going to get a minister someday or we're going to go the Quaker route and, and be lay led. But in the meantime, this is, by the way, perfect segue into the next song, because this church turns 100 in the year 2020. January 11th is our exact 100th anniversary. That was when the church first met, January 11th, 1920. We got a couple of different slogans for it. We call it a peace and justice congregation since 1920. We call it a free pulpit in action, and we call it doing radical mischief for 100 years. And uh, we were basically a speaker series. And we have a different topic every Sunday on topics of social justice. We're, we're deep into race matters. We're deep into prison advocacy. We have uh, a bunch of prisoner members. We do work around LGBT rights, all your whole panoply of different social justice issues. And we're going to turn 100. On January 5th, we have a program that I'm leading. It's called Ourselves We Sing. CCB, which is Community Church of Boston, turns 100. And this is one of the songs we'll sing. It's one of many just wonderful anthems that we like to sing at the church. Mostly what we do is the folk canon of Pete Seeger, Phil Oaks, and Woody Guthrie, and other songs like this one, which is kind of a rewriting of the Internationale, which is kind of a socialist anthem. Arise, ye prisoners of starvation. I always thought it was kind of a stodgy kind of a, a song that everybody raised their right fist and stood up for. Um, this is a folk treatment of the same idea, and it's called International. It's written by a wonderful Boston songwriter named Jim Infantino. International. Rise up, you lonely wanderers. Rise up, you hungry people. The hurricane is coming. The land will soon be flooded. The past is dead and over. Rise up and claim your freedom. You are the sleeping giant. Arise, arise, arise. Do not beg for your salvation from preachers, kings, and masters. The people hold the power. Arise and claim your freedom. The wealthy enjoy privilege only at your acquiescence, only while you stay in darkness. Arise, arise, arise. Because in the end, They demand their compensation They should pray we don't refuse them 
arise and claim your freedom. The powerful and wealthy, they are only human beings. On earth we are all equal. Arise, arise, arise. While all of us were sleeping, the bank owners got richer at the expense of all our children. Arise and claim your freedom. They are frightened by our numbers and by our interdependence, and rightfully they should be. Arise, arise, arise. Because in the end, freedom will be international. Or vain overconsumption Do not isolate your spirit Arise and claim your freedom Your TV and your iPhone Seek to keep you in your slumber Step out into the sunlight Arise, arise, arise Rise up, you lonely wanderers Rise up, you hungry people The hurricane is coming the land will soon be flooded. The past is dead and over. Rise up and claim your freedom. You are the sleeping giant. Arise, arise, arise. Because in the end, freedom will be. Because in the end, That's Dean Stevens' rendering of International by Jim Infantino on Dean's recording Arise, which just arose this past year, his latest release. You can find him on deanstevens.com, and you've got that stirring song, Rise Up, You Will Be International. What does that mean in terms of the church congregation? How is that church international in its living out? Just uh, a belief that a better world is possible and that that is the most important manifestation of what a church should do is try and reach that goal by creating beloved community for its members and by reaching out to the world. We're involved in a lot of different demonstrations and advocacy. We go to the state house a lot, testify about different matters, because in the end, freedom will be international. Lofty thought, isn't it? It is. Right now, I want to share one last song before we have to hang up. What's the last song you care to share today for your Song of the Soul, Dean? Last song is called Love Comes to the Simple Heart, and this is a journey way back into my past. I recorded this in, let's say, 1980. 
Five. It's a song written by Chuck Hall, who is a North Shore of Boston songwriter and plays songs that kind of really reach deep into the spiritual realm. And uh, I include this one among it. Love Comes to the Simple Heart. Love comes to the simple heart In the simplest of ways In the face of simple malice She will simply find a way She will find a way to love Though that way be locked and barred Uninvited in her wisdom Love comes to the simple heart Love comes to the simple heart Not the mocking or the proud Always slain and resurrected Love comes to the simple heart Love comes to the simple heart Though her pain remain concealed Finding freedom in forgiveness No wrong against her she reveals Bound by her determination Let retribution have no start Seeking out a new creation Love comes to the simple heart Love comes to the simple heart Not the mocking or the proud Always slain and resurrected Love comes to the simple heart Love comes to the simple heart In the simplest of ways In an unprotected moment Touched by unexpected grace And how weak are sad defenses And how useless the facade As through a thousand veiled offenses Love comes to the simple heart Love comes to the simple heart Not the mocking or the proud Always slain and resurrected Love comes to the simple heart Love comes to the simple heart Not the mocking or the Always slain and resurrected Love comes to the simple heart 
song written by Chuck Hall, shared here today for Song of the Soul by Dean Stevens. It's called Love Comes to the Simple Heart. There's a link to both Chuck and to Dean Stevens on northernspiritradio.org. Just glance through our Song of the Soul listings, you'll find it all. The chorus on that, Dean, really is very striking to me. The words are, love comes to the simple heart, not the mocking or the proud, always slain and resurrected, love comes to the simple heart. I have the sense that the Community Church of Boston and Dean Stevens is not your garden variety kind of church. The words that Chuck Hall put in this song that you sing somehow resonates with you, but not in the usual way that slain and resurrected. Those mean one thing to some people. To you, I think they have a different meaning. Well, I have within me a very strong evangelical past, and, you know, my heartstrings ring with imagery of that past, you know, and and I've since kind of, uh, let's say, lost interest in some parts of my parents' missionary path, but I cannot deny that there's a lot of beauty there and a lot of the imagery that the poetry and the scripture from there evoke that really touches me. So, you know, slain and resurrected, it's either about Jesus on the cross or it's about constant death and renewal and the seasons and the ashes from the phoenix, you know, all of those things. Yeah, and it's all of those and not just one, which I I love the multifaceted spirituality that comes through your music, Dean. And that song is touching. I, I think I have to learn some more about Chuck Hall and his music. Mainly, I'd like folks to go to deanstevens.com and track down your music. We didn't even share anything from your recording Seeds, which is the first one that I ever bought and listened to and was very inspired by. So, folks, there's a lot of riches of Dean Stevens. DeanStevens.com is the place to go. And Brookline, Massachusetts is neighborhood for him. He'll probably play a tune if you drop in, if he's not busy with all of his other tasks. So, Dean, thank you for taking time out of working on your house and delivering coffee to the U.S. and all these other things that you do to spend time with us here today for Song of the Soul. You're welcome, Mark. Thanks. It's been really great being with you and with your audience. Terrific. Thank you so much. My gratitude goes out also to Andrew Jansen. When I have a cold like this, it really helps to have a helping hand, and Andrew is that person. So thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org. Guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.